0: Oi, yo, it's three points in the gaff. We're back again. It's me, Pundit Jay. I'm here with Jay Motty, big United fan, and Mike's the big city fan. You know how we get down on this side of town, Manchester's Realist Podcast. Now, listen, people, get your chocolate digesters out, get a drink. It's cold outside, and there's lots to talk about. Do you know what I mean? But listen, well, well, well. Let's just let's just get straight to it. Yeah. Where should we start? Well, to be honest, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna start with how my morning started. And I was in bed Sunday morning, warm and cozy, electric blanket on and all of that. My phone rings in it. And it's my guy on the inside, and he's like, Yo, bro, you're not going to believe it. I'm going, like, Go on. Go on Instagram, check Mason's gal. Rare, rare, And I'm like, But the tone of his voice said to me, Right now, nah, this is some serious thing. So I looked and I'm like, Holy Lord. God Almighty, what's this kid on? Do you get me? And what I seen and, and heard, and yo, it was disturbing. It was disturbing, as You get me, and obviously there's an ongoing investigation, so we can't get too deep into it like that. Do you know what I mean? There's a lots of uh, allegations. You know what I mean, and suspicions or whatever you like, like you want to call it. But it's out there anyway for the public. Most of us have seen and heard and read and spoke about it today. Do you get me? So, yeah, man, it's not a good thing in it. Like, so Marty, I know, I know you've got some stuff there in it, like to give us the rundown of what, 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 what what's been going on.
1: Yeah, I was in a very similar situation to you. Uh, I woke up this morning, my missus was like, "If you seen this? And I was like, oh my God. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to sort of give it a chronological run-through of, of yeah. the facts as we know them via statements and stuff. Because as you say, a lot of people have seen what's been on social media, but I'm going to stick to sort of what the statements have said and give you a sort of run-through of how this went down in terms of statements being released from various outlets and, and, and stuff like that. So the, the, those, the, the, there was a, an audio clip and the pictures were circulating this morning. And then we had a statement from United and it said, we are aware of images and allegations circulating on social media. We will not make any further comment until the facts have been established. Manchester United does not condone violence of any kind. That was like one of the first ones. Then we had a statement mm-hmm. by the police about a few hours later saying, Greater Manchester Police is aware of images and videos circulating on social media. Inquiries are ongoing to establish the full circumstances. Then a little bit later on, um we now, you know, this is all sort of brewing up on, on social media, like you were saying, a lot of people, you know, speculating and, and having discussions yeah. as you'd expect. United did another statement then saying Mason Greenwood will not return to training or play matches until further notice. In the meantime, Nike, mm. I think, issued a statement as well, because Mason Greenwood's one of their clients saying that yeah. they were monitoring the situation. Um, and then later on, we had um, another statement by the police that said, uh, Great Manchester Police were made aware earlier today of online social images and videos posted by a woman reporting incidents of physical violence. An investigation was launched and following inquiries, we can convert, confirm a man in his 20s has since been arrested on suspicion of rape and assault. He remains in custody for questioning. Enquiries are ongoing. And what I'll just say is um, I'm just going to end on one sort of thing, uh, Pundit, before I for, yeah, yeah, for over to you. Um, obviously, with anything like that, you know, you've got your own feelings, you've got your own reaction, your heart goes out to the people involved in terms of your potential victims. I'm talking about, and it's easy to post things. And I'm, you know, I did myself a post, and then a, Nazir Afsal, who's the former head of uh, he's the former chief prosecutor in Great Britain is someone I've interviewed before and he's the the one that prosecuted all the grooming gangs and he knows his stuff. He's basically tweeted a couple of hours ago as we are recording this. Now that a man has been arrested in Manchester on suspicion of rape and assault, this is really a time when anything you say or share might prejudice an investigation. Please stop it. He also went on to say I also suggest that you do as I did and delete any tweet or message with the name of the rape complainant She's entitled. Strange as it may sound, given we only know about the accusation from her to lifelong anonymity, which only she can give up now. Proceedings are active, so he's just sort of saying, "This is what you mm. want to do if you want to be saved, Which I got, and I was like, "You know, I deleted the tweets. I don't want to prejudice anything or, or or put anyone's name out there that you shouldn't do." But yeah, it's it's just you know it's it's, yeah, it's, it's just been awful. To, to see the, yeah to see this sort of unraveling over the course of days just been has been awful, and that as at the time of recording. As well, where we're, where we're up to at the minute, and obviously, you know, the, the, there should be more details to follow and and developments as and when they, they happen.
0: Nah, no, nah, no, for real, yeah. Over the course of time, we'll find out a bit more and that do you know what I mean. But like you said, and it? it's an ongoing thing, so at the moment, nobody has the full details and that. So yeah, but yeah, it's all a madness that do you know what I mean. But listen, let's get let's stick to the football. Do you know what I mean? Right about now, and it's the January transfer window, win it. So we're gonna get into it, and obviously, we'll. Let, Let's start. In fact, let me ask you two guys anyway, the transfer window in January. Are you for it or against it? Do you like it or do you, or do you hate it? What's going on, Mike? You've got to let Mikes have it. Yeah, I, I don't mind it.
2: To be fair, when the first brought in, like, you can only sign players at a certain point. Uh, City weren't doing oh. too great at them times there, so it was a bit like, no, we want to be able to bring you players round the clock and that. But now yeah. we've got a big decent squad. I'm not. It's the rules. It's one of those. I'm not really against it. I'm not really for it. I think Edin Jekyll's probably been one of our best January signing. Ruben Diaz. Not Diaz. Is it Laporte? I think it's Laporte it came in in yeah. January as well. So we've done, we've done all right. We don't tend to do our business in, in, in January. So personally, I don't mind it. Um, it is yeah. a little something to, to break up the, the, the middle of the season in that final push, but. Yeah, I tend to watch it on basis of what everyone else is doing. I know Liverpool have just brought a lad in, but um, in terms of the actual windows himself, I think there should be a point in the season where you're allowed to bring in players because you just don't know how a season could pan out. It shouldn't be all confined to the summer. Uh,
0: but yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, so the, what, 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 what about you, mate? Um,
1: it's a weird one. I'm, I'm kind of with my on it, you know. I think I don't mind it is probably how I'd say because I look at it and I go, Bruno Fernandes, or I go, Patrice or Nemanja Vidic. But then there's like, well, there's Alexis Sanchez and and one or two others that weren't as great. Uh, Mm. So I think it's one of those where I'm okay with it. It's not... I always worry a little bit when we're looking at January. And don't forget, as United, we've been looking in January, uh, January from like October onwards, going, (laughs) when can we make some new signings? Um, But you always worry a little bit, don't you, when you're looking at January? Because it's not always the case, but often, where it's because things ain't going that great and you need to do something. Well, if
0: you... If you was the powers that be, or you know, would you change it back, or would you keep it as it is?
1: I, do you know, what? I I don't mind it. I'm with Matt. I think don't mind it. I keep it. I keep it. It's yeah. a little bit of, adds a little bit of spice. Done it to the middle of the season when there's a few little comings and goings, and also mm. you know it can be it can be useful as well. You know, we're talking about incomings, but if a player's not getting any football, and and you know a, a club's remained injury free, or a youngsters don't come through and done really well. There's a there's a player there, you might want to go okay in January. You can go, you know, and give yourself a chance, especially if there's a summer tournament, which if FIFA getting away, the there'll be one every every year.
2: So <laughs>
1: see what I mean. I'm not I, I think in terms of outgoing as well, it's quite handy, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. I, I think
0: I'd yeah. keep it. Yeah, so so Mike's um oh, we'll start with city, yeah. Obviously, Torres went early on, like you guys ain't missing Torres are you, do you get me? And obviously Alvarez. Um, obviously we had listen people we had Sam Lee on here last week Manchester City correspondent for the Athletic he was all over this transfer do you know what I mean so if you haven't listened to it go back and listen to last week's episode 24 um, Sam Lee explains what's going on with the Alvarez and uh, truth be told Alvarez he looks like he's signed on now and he's going to be he's going to be on loan at, still at River Plate until the summer do you know what I mean so Mike is that a player that you're looking forward to to seeing i have seen a lot of this Aguero replacement I don't think it's an Aguero replacement personally but how do you see that
2: um, I'll be honest with you. I've not seen enough of him to make comment. And you, you, know me from over the years. I'm, I'm probably one of the hardest people as you, as as the listeners are finding out with Jack Greenish. To mm. you know, it takes time for me to, to win me over. But I'm never against you. But uh, before you get the accolade from me, you have to do a bit in a city shirt. So uh, to be fair, I've not watched a lot of this um, Alvarez kid. Um, mm. but I am a little bit. We've let Torres go, and then we're, we're, we're a body down. I know he is; injured. he was injured at the time of him. Um, I'm going, but um, yeah. I just think over the course of the season, sometimes it is just about body. Sometimes where you can throw in a player that probably doesn't play every week, and just to keep the team ticking over. Um, so, you know, I'm looking forward to see him. Obviously, he sounds like and from what all the reports are, really sounds like an exciting attacking um,
0: player. So, yeah. So obviously, your so is it course. one? Of, is, is is it one of them where like because you have got. Such have you got such trust in Pep and 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 the City ownership and the recruitment team that you think? I don't listen. This kid, I've not seen him play, but I trust him to bring in somebody who's gonna fit into our model and system. Or is it a case of oh, are these men going wide left there to try a thing or or, or or have you got full trust in your in your recruitment policy?
2: Yeah, I've got full trust. But like, I'll, I'll tell you know, I'm I'm not unhappy at any of the current signings that that this regime have brought in. But then. There are current signings that actually, you know, aren't as... What's the word I'm looking for? So, I wouldn't put... I think Jesus has been a quality, a good signing for us over the course of the time he's been here. He's he's, he's done well. But would I put him in the same bracket as an outgoing Sergio Aguero or David Silva or someone that's a special talent that does magical things? Not yet. So, but I've got trust in the board. And to be fair, Pep's brought his style of play to the team where, we don't really rely on an individual to be um, winning games for us week in, week out. Don't get me wrong, Kevin De Bruyne has his moments which are special, uh, but we've gone on long runs without Kevin De Bruyne and the team. Uh, long winning runs without Kevin De Bruyne and the team and the system just keeps ticking along nicely. Everything as long as there's, there's, there's different cogs in the in the engine, it, it just seems to, to trud along. So, no complaints and like I said, I've got faith in the board um, and we have got a particular type of recruitment and most of you guys will know, you probably now look at a player and think, mm, City wouldn't sign him, no chance. And then there's other players mm. that you think, actually, it fits City's style of play, whereas if flip to you guys on the other hand, you'll get a ball player on one side and then you'll get someone like Mario Fellini that flicks it on, on the other side. So, <laughs> you know, we know, so our recruitment policy, there's a clear strategy and a, and a, a, a type of player and profile
0: that we go look for where other clubs are. Out in a similar boat, yeah. One thing I wanted to mention about um City and the recruitment, and obviously January's open, they've got that South American kid coming through the door. Is the actual South American market that City are tapping into in it because obviously you've got guys like obviously um Alvarez, you've got that young Kuto, K-, K K Kai, um, well, I think I'm saying his name, I think it's Kaike, Do you get me? And you've got obviously Alvarez, Jesus, you brought them over there, and obviously we can't forget Zuccolini in 2004, E <laughs> might come <laughs> do you get me so but I'm looking at them the more the more you're progressing and doing what they're doing the tapping into that South American market I'll be honest with you over at United I have, I need to know where my Brazilian scout is because I've not seen a top <laughs> Brazilian because bro what are your view? have you seen a Brazilian come from over there for United I've not seen one proper one are, are you forgetting the great, the, the great Cleberson who <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hit the bar in the World <laughs> Cup final I tell you what they saw hey. on that one didn't they <laughs> me, I just, yeah. I just remember Posibon and all that. Like, you get me all these guys. You thinking, where's, yeah. where's? I give, I give,
1: like, I like the Silver Twins. I'm not gonna lie, I've got a soft spot for, especially for Rafael. Ooh. But um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, it's
1: not, it's, not been the greatest uh, bunch of Brazilians, has it to be brutally honest. Yeah. We've had overall shuffling.
0: Yeah, but what, I want to ask you issues like? Obviously the CFG, they're everywhere, in it. Well, not everywhere, but they're in most continents. And I feel they've got a club in, is it in Uruguay? Um, yeah. Talk or you know, I, I think the call. Do you think that scouting network and the network that City is setting up is helping them, especially in the South American market, or do you just think you know what they're just are just awake basically and alive to what's going on?
2: To be fair, I think I think most clubs now have got a network across the globe. To be fair, even like you go far reaches of like you say Mexico and 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 um, and, and, and Uruguay, you'll you'll find most Premier League clubs. I mean, even us. Even in the Kevin Keegan days, I remember us bringing in a kid called Mark Vibusso. Never played mm. once. Never played once, <laughs> man, But he was a signing coming from South America. And I was like, my God, can't wait to see him play. it." Made make one appearance um, at all. So I think most Premier League clubs have got a wide starting network across the globe, really. And I think the South now as well, a lot of... Um, like footballing networks in those countries to kind of link with a lot of clubs elsewhere, anyway. And that's why you, you'll see that some of these, um, especially I know Spain have got it with like the African countries and stuff like that, where mm. they've got like soccer schools and a lot of the, the professional clubs are linked to those soccer schools in those countries. So, but I think we have got a, we're trying to, what's the word, we're trying to streamline it. So you, there's, a, there's a clear path uh, yeah. where if you are in, like you say, if you are in Uruguay, That talk, you said that that club there can sit there and go, listen, if you want to go all the way, there's a clear path to the Premier League. Um, And and I think that's what's good about that CFG. Even if you're from Australia, if you're in New York, in America, there's
0: there's a clear path to, to, to what some would regard the best league in the world. No, I hear that. Do you know, obviously, they've got Gabriel Jesus as well from over there. So this Alvarez signing, it'll be an interesting signing, in it, to see, like, to see what happens, whether we even we come straight into the City squad or whether City loan him out, you know what I mean, to Girona or somewhere like that, do you know what I'm saying? Because really and truly, let's be honest, it's usually kind of Real Madrid and Barcelona that pick up these kind of top-notch, the top, top ones, you get me from Brazil and uh, uh, Argentina. And i just got a little feeling, City a feeling like, hold on, I think we can sneak in there, do you know what I mean, and start taking... Some of these talents, do you know what I'm saying, but yeah, man. What is what ask you about Makatito M- M- There's a lot of talk about a minute whether he's going to go on loan, whether he should stay with the squad. Do you think he should stay with the squad in in this in this in this window, or, or do you reckon he should go? What 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 would you do with him? What would I do with him, or what would I do if I was him? I, I, I he, listen. You can answer answer both for them, bro. <laughs> okay, so if, yeah. I,
2: if I if I was um if I was on the coaching staff, I'd want to keep him around it, keep him learning that city way, that city style of play. So when it is time for him to jump in there and play, so hopefully we've got um you know, Fulham in the FA Cup soon. He should go in there and look the part. Mm. If I was him, I'd be looking at what's ahead of me. I'm thinking, yeah. am I? going to get enough minutes on that pitch to feel like I'm gaining first team football experience and Uh. probably the answer is no based on what we've seen so far up to this point so if you ask me the same question about Cole Palmer Cole Uh. Palmer's on the bench and Pep's turning round now and Cole Palmer's being considered as an option to come on in Premier League games Yeah, came on against Spurs and that so Um, it's a different them two youngsters are in different um, positions so uh, if I was um, McAteer I'd probably be asking uh, I'd be scared about asking to go out and leave because as you know it's one of those things when you're in the manager's face you're out of sight kind of thing you you, you can sometimes be forgotten about Um, Mm. and before you know it like you say uh, another youth team player steps up makes inroads and all of a sudden that jersey that was meant to be yours has now become someone else's so um, yeah but if you yeah, want to a play a and get, get into it, then you'd probably be looking to get... It's only a couple. It's only about three months to the end, four months to the end of the season. Um, yeah. So,
0: yeah, if I was him, I'd want to go. But if I was City, I'd want to keep him. Yeah, no, I hear that. So, let's flick over to United, isn't It Marty like, Martial, he's, he's gone to Sevilla. That's done and dusted. Like, do you, what, do you think that's the right move for him or what? Oh, uh, yeah, I
1: think so. I think, like... You can't ignore the last 18 months. And I, listen, there was, you know, I liked Martial. I liked, you know, when he when he made that debut scoring against the Scousers, his first season, some big goals as well. You know, the Everton semi-final, last-minute winner. But, and then there was that season where he scored 22 goals and you think, OK, yeah, this is it. But then he had four Premier League goals in a season. It's just, it's, it's, it's pretty shocking, isn't it? And then since then, he's never really got going. We've seen little glimpses and he's a talent, but it's just not happening for him. And I think this makes a lot of sense because... He is a talented kid, and they've pulled out all the stops. Have you seen the Sevilla social media team? They're treating him like he's the... Oh,
0: bro, bro I've seen Ice Cold
1: and
0: Black Gloves <laughs> and all that. I was thinking, check Sevilla out, you know. They've yeah,
1: got like yeah, R9 like, um, on Cameo doing... Do
2: you not think that's because they feel like they've got a proper manager that's going to give him some proper... Guidance and yeah, so,
1: I I was a little, slight, <laughs> like a little clever. Well, I'm I just think, asking him. A is, you know, as <laughs> you know, I think it's honestly. I think, I think the buzzing got him, but I think they're looking at him, thinking, okay, here's a player who, if he's confident, can perform, and if he's loved, can perform, and if he thinks, you know what, we're, you know, we're all for you, and if he's, if he starts not feeling like he's not, you know, the main man, or if he's not wanted or whatever, his confidence can dip, and he, you're not going to get the best out of him. So I think they've, they've done a bit of a clever thing. I think. I'm just making him feel like, listen, you you know, we're 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 buzzing. We've got you. We can't wait for you to play here. Look at what you know. This is great. And just making him feel wanted. And I think is that, this is United that, career I,
2: over.
1: I if if you put, if I had to, I don't want to give you a politician's answer. So if I had to say yes or no, I'd probably say yes. i can and I'd be happy to be proven wrong. I would love him to smash it, come back, and you know, have a have a another three or four years at the club. I just don't see it happening. <laughs>
0: Um. I yeah. I think. I think it could be. You know, bro. I just don't feel like. I just don't feel like he's ever gonna be that main man for Manchester United And the position that he plays. in, you have to be that in it. Like Rooney's, Van Nistelrooy's, Van Persie's, Eric Cantona's, Mark Hughes. You have to be the leader, the main man in it. And I just don't feel like Martial will ever step up to being at Manchester United. Do you know what I mean? And I don't. And I don't think his ego and mentality allows him to feel like he's third man. Do you know what I mean, side man Martial? I don't think he he, he he allows himself to feel that way. So yeah, I just, I think this is probably a good good little move for him. If if, if he performs, a bit might just buy him in. It might it might just go that way. Do you know what I'm saying? But the most important thing, to be honest with you, is the United new manager in the summer. Because if a new manager comes in, looks at him and says, "Listen, I want him," then then there's a then there's questions to be answered. Do you know what I'm saying? But moving on from Martial, Van der Beek um gone to Everton. But I'm actually used to yeah because it was like there's been lots of debates about because it. Crystal Palace went through him as well. If he was Van der Beek and you had to choose between Everton and Crystal Palace, do you think he's made made the right choice or what? Because certain men are saying nah, I should have gone Palace. You should have gone Palace and played with Gallagher and then next man I say nah, Everton's a right move. D- doesn't have to move out down the road. He's still local. Boom boom boom. Lampard this and that. Like if you was Van der Beek, where would you have gone? Palace or Everton? Um, if I jump in first.
1: I, I don't know, you know, it's a difficult one. A pro, I kind of get it, right? Everton are a bigger club than Crystal Palace, right? And, you know, like you say, okay, just in terms of, all right, you, you stay local, you're not moving to the other end of the country or whatever, and and you've got that, and you've got this, you know, there's all this buzz because Lampard's taken over and whatnot. But Palace play some good football, and Palace are having a, a positive season. Everton having a negative one. You know, Everton have sacked the manager for a reason. Everton were in free fall. And I just feel like with with Palace, there's like, I've seen them a couple of times. Whenever I've seen Palace, I've been impressed with them. I think they play good football. They play it the right way. They've been a bit unlucky with last minute goals and stuff and a couple of VAR decisions that have gone against them. And I think I like what Patrick Vieira is doing there. And I think he's got Donny van der From what we've seen, I didn't see a lot of him at Ajax. But from what, from what I see, why? Why? Would you
0: have gone to Everton or Palace, son? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point bro sorry <laughs> <Waffling> <laughs> off. everyone Waffling in the off. gas waiting for your answer what are you getting you're <laughs> building just, listen you're building like 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 the suspense up and all like we can't handle it but you just tell us if you go <laughs> uh, to Everton please right, sorry I
2: did,
0: I did really good on the
1: Martial one as well I gave you a one word answer to, to Mike. <laughs> um, I've got a palace I've got a palace sorry
0: you've got a palace uh, Mike, uh, yeah,
1: go i just just play, playing a nice football and it, it, it seems like it'd fit into that system for me
0: <laughs> go on Mike. Everton or yeah.
2: Palace yeah so I'm going to do a mot year and give you a five minute answer as well um... go on bro <laughs> get, me out, get me out of the doghouse and do it <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm going it, to it, it's hard to I would have gone Everton I think I would have gone Everton and uh, to be fair so Everton having a bad season Palace having a good season really Just thinking think about three points apart and Everton have got no I said negative there.
1: and positive in terms of like you know the the like you look at Palace and you go, oh, like, I like what's going on there. They're playing good football. Vieira's getting a tune out of the mirror. It seems like it's a bit more positive. Where Everton, it's like just it just seems like it's a awful place. So,
2: there. Uh, like I said, I don't know the ins and outs of the deal, but for me, the likelihood is he'll be on more money at Everton. He won't have to move. As you said, he's probably joining the club with a bit more expectation on it, which he would have been used to playing for Ajax. Um, and if he can get Everton going, I think that lands him in a good stead for his next move because I, he's another mm. one I think he'll probably be thinking where's my next move and that and I think he'll probably be thinking Italy I think yeah I think Everton for me I, I would have gone Everton where would
0: you have gone mm. Pundit? Um, I think I would have gone Everton for those same ref like you said bigger club bigger status and I feel like I, it just feels like a big drop to go from Ajax to Sellers Park you get me like it just feels <laughs> it just feels massive for you flipping know what happened to me if I'm going from Ajax to Sellers Park and all that Thing. you know I mean? James McArthur and them, man. Or oh, I, nah, I don't know. I don't know. For me, Everton. And I think obviously Lampard is probably a big, a big pull in that. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously Lampard's got got a bit more experience in terms of playing, managing at the highest level in the Champions League and things like that. So we probably went there. But talking about Lampard taking over Everton and Gerrard, we've got two obviously that is centre midfielders for England. Two, two, two of the top players that I've ever played in the Prem: Lampard and Gerrard. What do you think about their managerial abilities? Because I'm a bit unsure about Lampard, you know. I'll be honest with you. Like, he's he's got his style of play and all that. Like, he's done his thing at Derby and he's done his thing at Chelsea. But Gerrard's methods have worked. He's gone to Rangers and they've worked in it. So, I don't know how you used to think about these two managers. If you had to choose who, who you'd rather play for, Gerrard or a Lampard, who are you looking at as the more serious candidate <laughs> as, as manager? <laughs> Uh, it, it pains me to say this, but you've given me a binary choice
1: here, so I've got to give you the answer. I think you look at Gerrard's probably had the more su- success. I would yeah. say because he went to Rangers, broke that run of was it nine consecutive runs uh, wins in the title for Celtic. Obviously won the title at Rangers. I don't think it was the first time of asking. Was it his second season? I think I might be wrong. Gone yeah, to Villa but... and, and he's he's got off on a good start. Hasn't he at Villa? I know it's only very early days. But if you look at Lampard, I I still feel a little bit of Derby flattered to deceive. I feel like they finished a point less than they had the previous season. I know they got to the playoff semi, uh, playoff final, sorry, they beat Leeds, didn't they, in the semis, which was, you know, yeah. it was a big thing and it was made into a big thing. But I felt that was like Leeds had sort of run out of steam a little bit as well towards the end of that season. And then obviously at Chelsea, it just didn't work out. And then you look at what Tuchel does when he comes in there and wins the Champions League. So I just feel like Gerard's edging it for me because Gerard can look and go, I've had success as a manager where I feel like uh, Lampard's sort of, Still living off that player um, reputation Bra- rather than his yeah, managerial. Braffant. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. If that if that makes sense.
2: See, I think that's a bit ask me. Okay. Because let's just steer it straight. We'll, we'll, do you know what will be interesting if yeah. if Rangers win the league again this year? Because that I think that Scottish League has got a lot to play into it. Would Gerard have done the same job at Derby County as Lampard? We'll never know. He's at Aston Villa. He's doing all right there at the minute um, it seems seem to be have a, a spirit about them which is you look and think actually look like they've got something about them these guys and that
0: uh.
2: but at the same time it's still early isn't it it's still early so I don't know I think yeah I think I think you've been a bit I like, see Lampard's managed in Champions League he's got some decent results here and there Um I don't know I, I, I'm, I'm I'm a bit on the fence with that one because I know he said um, Lampard's fact to see what Derby County but I'm not, I'm not undermining Gerard's achievements at, at Rangers because winning, I'm, on a, I'm an advocate of winning any trophy is a yeah. success. Uh-huh. So I think that probably does give Gerard a little peg up above him because he's won something. But actually, there's a lot of managers that have gone to Scotland and got something on the CV and then come home again. So yeah. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. I, I think that, like, you're right. I mean, you know, you can look at the likes of, of I don't know, Neil Lennon or Golden Strachan or whatever who've gone to, to Scotland and, and smashed it and then struggled. When they've come back down uh, south of the border. I think I'd probably give J Gerard a little bit more credit because it was it was just that never ending run when it was Celtic. Like, and he 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 ended that I mean I'm not sort of you know I'm I'm not I don't have loads of insight into how many signings he made and, and how you know how he went about it. But he obviously like you say he won the title. That was his job and he did it. But I don't think there's a massive like gap you know what between the J- pair of them.
0: Yeah do you know I'm what's sure. interesting though because Villa and Everton—they've probably got similar expectations, yeah, in the Premier League, both mid-tableish type clubs. Do you know what I mean? So when you look at it, and you think to yourself, "Do you know what's going to be interesting to see who actually does the better out the two of them?" At two semi-mid-tableish type clubs, similar expectations. Similar probably funds as well. No Villa have got like a rich owner, but Evan have got a rich owner as well. So it's gonna be it's just gonna be interesting things, is it? To see how them two get on. Do you know what I mean? Well obviously, so Van der beek has gone to Everton to like try and like revive him. So if he wants to go to the World Cup, he's gonna have to do something. So he's gone there to play. Don't know what's going on with Lingard and Newcastle. There's talk that he might be going to Newcastle in the end. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I think his brother was on Instagram talking about he feels locked up like Akon and all that. Do you get me? So there's all sorts going on with the Lingard situation. But then will ask you about Dembele Motte? Because I'll be honest, early on in the week, I was thinking, nah, United don't need Dembele. You got, yeah. This guy had the he to be in 999. We are calling 999 every two minutes. But if you look at it, like, listen, there's about five. Van der Beek's gone. Ahmed yeah. Diallo's gone to Rangers. Martial's yeah. gone to Sevilla. Mason's yeah. probably not going to play again this season. And then yeah. you've got what Lingard you might go You That's five, man. Like United. Do United need someone, bro? And is Dembele the guy? I, I'm I'm still not
1: sure, to be honest with you. I've, I, I I, can't change my tune all of a sudden because I've been saying the same thing about this guy since he missed that sitter against the Scousers in the Championship. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and I have that bitter. It would have made it 4-0, right? He wouldn't have come back from 4-0. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, but do yeah, you rate him, right? put it on a plate for him. No, not really. I, I just feel he's too injury-prone, bro. I feel like yeah. you got know that move from Dortmund, was it? Like you know, after he did okay, and the next thing you know, they're spending like upwards over hundred million quid or whatever it was for him. summit's silly. Does you know his first season wasn't great. His second season was okay. First season was I think was completely injured. And then since then, he's he's a glimpse player. You see glimpses. You know yeah, what I mean? but yeah, but yeah, but he get into United's team right now though? I, I, I don't even think it's worth that gamble, bro. I don't, and I'm not saying. Do so you rub Langer on the left wing than Dembele? Alanga's, Alanga's showing me things. Alanga, I know Alanga, what you're get, what you're getting with Alanga. I don't know what I'm getting with Dembele. He could come here, get injured, and he, we've got another player who's on 250k a week. Do you understand what you're saying to me, bro? I'm not saying Alanga's better. I'm not saying Alanga's better. Oh, all right. okay, okay, okay. I'm saying okay. That. I say I know what, with Anthony Alanga, I know what I'm getting with him. I don't know what I'm getting with Dembele. If you say to me yeah. Dembele's going to come here and stay injury-free, yeah, I'd have him. But, you know, Barcelona was saying that when they got in from Dortmund, and it didn't happen.
0: Kid yeah, nah. Space, I, English, I, I, I'll hear you way. on that because you know what? You know what I mean? that, right. that, yeah, that that was my concerns. But this guy's gonna end up in traffic center in the arcade and all that. Like, when I heard them rumors that like, my man I loves computer games, I thought, nah, this guy you can't trust this guy on the left wing at Man United. But listen, obviously we've got United. have got Pogba coming back. They've got Elanga bursting through. And obviously Medbury after the Afcon, he'll be back as well. So you might get a chance. Let's talk about Tottenham, though. No. <laughs> listen, Adama, I thought he was going to Spurs. You know? I thought he was gonna play right, right wing back. thought oh my day, Conte. He's got his next Victor Moses, do you know what I mean? That's what I was thinking. All of a sudden, Barcelona. i seen him in a Barcelona kit. You get me? I'm thinking what's going on. Mike, so what's going on with Tottenham, bro? I don't know. Um, they've got a
2: strange recruitment strategy. Anyway, snipping around trying to get um, season Premier League ballers for 50 pence a night. It's just, it's just all madness. <laughs> it's, 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 it's crazy. I don't have to... You think if you really want that guy, let's go and slap down the money in that and just get get it sorted and get him in, skipping around yeah. that for a couple of weeks and that, and then all of a sudden Barcelona said you fancy it, they've got him on loan, much better deal. Um
0: yeah.
2: that's why I was unsure. I know we spoke about earlier on the charge for the top four and stuff like that, and that's why I was kind of hesitating between um Spurs and Arsenal, but it looks like neither of them are gonna get it now, unfortunately. Um but yeah <laughs> so <laughs> Um, but, yeah, it's just a, just, just a strange... I am a bit surprised that all Barcelona scoot back in. I mean, I don't know if they've changed their philosophy over the last few months. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't see... Uh, Traore and, 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 and tick attacker Possession don't really seem to go in the same sentence. But to be fair, though, I think he's all right. Well, I think he's no. all right, player. No, well, no. No, Mike... Right,
1: I, I, owe, I owe pundit an the so I saw, I was doing something. I saw, half saw a tweet from pundit about Baby <laughs> Oil. I thought pundit rated him. But I, I might have been, I might have been uh, misjudging that one. I just think, bro, the, the guy, everyone raves about him. He b- puts Baby Oil on his arms, and he's this sort of big unit, and he's rapping and all that. His end product is almost non-existent. Like how he's got this move to Barcelona, he's got something like three goals in, in and one assist in two seasons
2: or something. Yeah, they, <laughs> and the, like, that's yeah, right. shocking. That's, like, well, those, those well are answer me numbers. this though. Answer me this question. Yeah. yeah. You're playing Wolves and you're seeing yeah. him coming off the bench. Tell the truth. You are thinking, oh my, here we go. Mike's, Mike's, right. Mike. I'm playing
1: Wolves, oh, and I see you coming off the bench. I'm thinking, oh my god, here we go, right?
2: do matter who's coming on against us; it causes dramas. But I just I think like... you know what it is. I think for me and Traore, it, it seems to see his one per- seat performance of the year for right. the Etihad. It just right, turns okay. Up, okay. oils on okay. their arms, and he just goes struggling yeah. through it. Just like here we go again. But, but does he do <laughs> so... anything though? Does he get any goals at the end of it?
1: Does yeah, he any- he does that, yeah, goals, yeah, does it? Are you, his
0: an, are, you his, an, are you his annual goal? <laughs> yo, Motte, what Morty. i seen him bounce. Who was it? Otamendi, yo, mate. He gave Otamendi a torrid time. Oh, Imen, Imen, what's, what's my, what's the striker called? What's the striker called, mate? Jimenez. Yeah, Jimenez, that's it. Jimenez, Jimenez giving Otamendi problems, you know. Well, yeah, I was surprised. But you know something? I've been saying for a little while. I think once Conte realised that he can't do anything on spurs, yo, he'll it, be off, mate. Because he's got a see- lot. Do you, think on
1: on. Like, do you think they've pulled his pants down a little bit, like, and they've gone, oh, yeah, you know, that, look, Diaz, kid, yeah, we're in for him. We're going to get him. Oh, do you know what? Yeah. Liverpool have got in there first. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we'll get you Traore. We're in for him. Oh, do you know what? Barcelona have got in there first, Antonio. I'm really sorry about it. <laughs> yeah. Can't believe this is happening to <laughs> us. <until.
0: laughs> yeah, listen, mate. It might it might take Conte two years, or a year and a half to realise, but he's going to realise he can't do anything <laughs> on top of you. Do you know what I mean? That's what he's going to realise. But do you know what? He's another one, this was Diaz the evil empire. When I seen when I seen Spurs link with him, and all of a sudden I'm say, "Right, the evil empire are involved." I thought, "No way!" have they turned up and go zumped Spurs again. But Mike didn't lose. He scored. He scored a goal for Paul, Paul against yeah, him, yeah. B- I thought, didn't but, thought you'd
2: remember that. Um, <laughs> we went on to win that game. I love you, but you not like a decent <laughs> player. Not something. Mm. Obviously, someone's gonna start sharing his YouTube clips, and you always know what YouTube clips can do for a player. Bebe. Uh, I, yeah, Albert o-
1: uh, Albertson's go. a good one
2: on on YouTube. Yeah. He pulled, so, pulled so my I'll... pants down. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. but he looks like a decent, plenty fair. He did play well um, at
0: the Etihad, yeah, and that was a, his goal. He took his goal well. Yeah, no, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. them YouTube clips. Jesus Navas, and I remember seeing clips of Jesus Navas, and <laughs> thinking, "Right, you you've got here, you get me." But turned same out to be what? That Jesus Navas
2: up that on the league.
0: Hey,
2: yeah, that Yeah, that one. Hey, we're talking about the same one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, man. It is what it is. You get me? I, I didn't. I didn't hear no, nothing about N- Nolito as well in it. Do you know what I mean? When he came and Jovic, all these guys that come over. Do you know what I mean? That don't really do do the business and that. Well, it is what it is. Newcastle. We've got to talk about Newcastle. They've got all the money. They're trying to survive in the Premier League, avoid relegation. They've brought a new trivia I think they signed Dan Burns as well from Brighton, which is I think it's an interesting signing because I think he's all right. He's tall and long, but do you know what? He does a little bit of a job at the back, Dan Burns. You know, I think he's better than Tyrone Mings. To be honest with you, I know, they've got um, Chris Wood up top and that Brazilian DM Gomes. You get me? Oh, like, are you man, man,
2: apart think, from you yeah, apart from apart from Trippier? That mm. all just sounds championshipish to me. To be honest with you, <laughs> I, I, nah, hey, no, you I know, don't, I don't, There's no one there that I'm thinking this club have just got a billionaire on board that's gonna start buying up things to make sure they're challenging.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
2: I know they've got to take it in steps and the stages to this thing, but I'm looking forward to that summer, to see if if the start where you're thinking, bloody hell, they've put a bid in for him, he's probably never going to go, but the series, a bit like the Rubinho stuff, like, is he looking at coming and stuff like that? So, I don't know, none of Mm. these signings that I've seen so far, I'm not even convinced they're going to keep them up,
0: but... Yeah, well, that, well, that's funny, that, because I was just about to ask you that. Like, do you think they're going to survive? I think they might, you know. Yeah, I think the. Way, I, uh,
2: do you know what it is? For me, it's between them and Burnley. And I'm unsure. I know yeah, we've got a little yeah. section in a bit about, we might be discussing it in a bit if we get time about our bottom three. Uh, yeah. So give me a couple of minutes and I'll come back to you if we get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, what are you saying? A new a Newcastle surviving or what? It's close. I'm with um I'm
1: with Mike's. It was close. We was thinking, I was thinking about who my bottom three was. And I think they might just get over the line. I think they will, but they do my head in Newcastle a bit. Do you know what I mean? Like the Newcastle fans and all that. All this like I seen some stupidness about the Jesse Lingard transfer. People saying the PFA needs to get involved and Newcastle this and, if, and they shouldn't have to pay this amount of money and rah, 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 and all this that, and the other. I think they've been bragging about how much money they've got. They were singing songs about signing Mbappe and Neymar not long ago, and now quibbling <laughs> over 60 year <60-year-old> just <laughs> move. I just feel like you can't go acting like one thing and then start moaning on people <laughs> and trying to take advantage. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, this is your own fault. Yeah, also, also like they like Max said, they need to stay up. Like, staying up, United have asked for this bonus if, if they get Jesse and he keeps them up. Staying up to them is massive because if they don't... You know what, though? I don't even rate Lingard
0: that, that highly, you know, but I actually think if he does go, like, obviously we yeah. recorded this on a Sunday, so he might go back tomorrow midnight, but if he does go I think he can... Him and St. Maximum and that, I think he yeah. could potentially keep them up. Because you know what Lingard's like? He likes a bit of patch of hot form, innit? That's that's what he does, innit? <laughs> he, has, he has patches of hot form. Jesse Hot Patch Lingard, that's his name. Jesse Hot Patch Lingard, do you get me? <laughs> and he does, and he's very, he, listen, he's very flipping good at it. Do you get me? He yes, does all he that.
1: This, do you know what he I'm he saying? Has his purple patches, you're right. Yeah, bro, mate. Does, hot Patch Lingard, you get to me? Right, the right hey. few months. His numbers. Stand Would he even you Yo. two
2: signed Jesse Lingard for 16 million quid for three months? Nah, let's have
1: it right, though. There's only 16 million if they stay up. And if that's the case, he's been
0: worth it for him. Yeah, if they stay up. It's worth yeah. it for them. If they don't, that's it's going to be on nonsense. If, if 60
1: up front, I'd be like, okay, that's taking a Mickey's free agent in the summer. But the the, the, the steal, and listen, I've got, you know, man, the biggest critic of our transfer policy and our owners and the way we go about our business than anyone. But I kind of understand where it's going. And if he stays up, you give us 12 million because if they stay up, then, you know, that's that's massive to them. And,
0: and they're
1: going to be a threat next year as well, let's not forget. Yeah, but listen,
0: the thing is back in the Prem, you know, Christian Eriksen, six month loan deal, Brentford. Do you know what I mean? So it's good. It's gonna be good to see him back on the pitch after his struggles and, uh, and after his, yeah. his, his op- operation and all that. So yeah, that's good to see. But before we move off, Arsenal, Aubameyang, captain, turmoil. Does he want out? What's he doing? Is is he a DJ? Is he, <laughs> is he a footballer? <laughs> is he a fashion icon? What's going on? Do you get me? Like, is he, I don't, does he want to play for our terror? Oh, mate.
2: Happens. It happens a lot. This sometimes didn't. Um... Didn't Ramallah Lukaku get, get on the mic booth and that when he was at your club? Didn't
0: Lukaku do a little... that what he <laughs> He's done a fire in the booth. Really? Yeah, he did, he, I,
2: you get at, better, it was, it was better than that he wasn't controlling a football. football for us. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what though, Abamiang's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I speak to Arsenal fans and actually some of them have just completely thinking he needs to be done with him anyway. Forget mm. anything else. to think that he's a, he's a standard footballer now he's had his time. It's pretty standard and that so it'd be interesting because I hear him he was linked with Barcelona. I'm thinking I'm intrigued about Barcelona's recruitment policy at the minute, so- <laughs> <laughs> what's going on,
0: man? bro. Every day, there's somebody else linked with Barcelona in it heavily, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're thinking, what's going on there? Do you know what I'm saying? But it's one of them, or is in it. That's got, us, that's got to sort itself out somehow because that that ain't good. He's he's the club captain, do you know. I wish we had them problems with Barry Maguire, to be quite honest with you, but we don't. And he's playing, you know what I mean. And he's involved in first team matching right about now. But yeah, man. it's obviously the transfer window, you know what it's like. It's an interesting one, isn't it? You've got teams that are fighting for survival, got teams that want to win Premier Leagues and and cups and all that. So yeah, every team's gonna do what they've got to do. Either slap down the door or don't 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 slap slam down the door. So yeah, interesting one again january but moving on um, we're going to get into a little bit of an interesting topic do you know what i mean we've got our guy J Motty here he's, he's involved in a fan channel and all that but it's interesting times isn't it because it's changing scope of intake of football isn't it we've got fan channels we've got guys who just talk in, into the camera and then we've got mainstream media we've got a lot going on out here do you know what i mean and people can take their football however they choose to take it but is it is a fan channels there to stay what like or is this just a is this just some a moment thing and people get hyped about it and then it's gone again? Like, what's your you're involved in it? Like, what made you even you get involved in in, in inside a fan channel? Uh,
1: well, I hope they're here to stay. Otherwise, I better start looking at a new career or start. <laughs> 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 so the kids are on smart fries beans. Um, now, listen, I was um, I was I was a journalist for a, a few years and I used to when I was doing this. yeah, in fact, before that, actually, when I was at uni, I did a United blog. Someone that went to United games and and uh, what was full time Devils asked me if I wanted to get involved. Um, just sort of, they were starting up a fan channel. I never even heard of fan channels. This was all new. You know, would I like to do like a bit of a debate or a preview, I think it was, for one of the games over Skype as it was then? So I was like, yeah, why not? And for the next sort of seven or eight years, I just did it now and again, a little something extra, something different. Went to a few games and I'd do a little bit of a, you know, post match stuff and all that. And it's just I've seen it growing and then obviously me and a few of the lads, we basically bought the channel off uh, of a media company that owned it and we, we own it now ourselves. But I've seen fan channels grow and grow and grow. And I think in answer to your question, I think the area to stay, and I think what you've seen now is more of a crossover. And some people don't mm. like it, some people criticize it, but you know, you can see and I've done stuff on Sky, I've done stuff on the BBC, I've done stuff on you
2: know mainstream so media. My, Sorry, go on. Yeah. Well, my question, what is what do you think the purpose of a fan channel is? What what's the yeah. What, what do you think it's there to do?
1: It's a good question. For me, and I know this sounds a bit cheesy and cliche, whatever. when we took it over, we wanted to literally just give a voice to the fans. So if you're a fan of United, you can come on our channel, you can hear from other fans, you can get involved. It's not, you know, there's no agenda or anything like that. It's literally fans talking about Manchester United, fans giving their reaction, fans giving their thoughts on it, fans sharing their opinions and stuff like that. But also, a bit higher brow, I think fan channels stepped up a bit. So, you know, we've had the likes of um you know, we've had players on, on our channel, you know, we're mentioning Lingard, we've had Lingard on, we've had Rennie Merlin's theme, we've had, you know, I did a short interview with Sir Alex Ferguson, we've had all that stuff. So it's like I feel like it's a voice for the fans is the main thing for a fan channel, but I think they are getting more mainstream. You're getting presenters crossing over and doing the mainstream stuff, and it's getting mm. more accepted. You know, when I when I used to say fan channel to people, you know, five, six years ago, people be like, you know, you may as well have said, Oh, you know what, I'm 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 busking outside Piccadilly Gardens. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They didn't
2: think I, it was. I'll, like be it. Yeah. I, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I don't I don't watch them. I I, I don't get them in it. But yes. you explaining that it's to give fans a voice. It's fine. Yeah. I'll be honest when I come out of the Etihad, um I, I used to see that Blue Moon rising TV there back in the night. I used to just walk straight past it. Yeah. A few of us at the time, I think it was when Arsenal's AF TV was getting a bit of synergy and that and a few a few of the, the lads on the South side were, were were best pleased and give <laughs> giving the lads a bit <laughs> stick and that. No, but, no, you get you know, that. There's The other thing that I don't get, and I don't, I think, I think you might do a bit of this now. It's that whole the watch along thing. Oh, yes, honest, I knew this was coming. I, I do not get. Yeah. I do not get. It. I, 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 but then again, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm a bit of a hypocrite because I do like watching Soccer Saturday, which is a similarish sort of thing. But yeah, I suppose the thing about Soccer Saturday is I sit there with me accumulator on when I'm not at the game, and I can tick them off. Yeah, and that's a different experience. But when I see all these guys. Watching a game and cheering in front of a camera, I'm thinking, why would you all find yeah. a stream? So, what? How did you, what yeah, mean, nah, the, the, do you like um, watch alongs and what made you get involved? Basically,
1: like nah, the thing is, watch along, right? When I first did a watch, I, I did my first watch along eight years ago, right? And I didn't get it. And I you were like, come watch the game and just talk about the game. And rather, you, you, I thought, what is it? Just commentating, no, no, it's just like you're watching a game and you're talking about it, like you know, like you sat with your mates. And I was like, what, what is this? And I had the most, I had a nil nil draw as well, it was horrible. Uh, I think it was Firenode in the in the, the Europa League or in the Champions League years ago. But the idea behind a watch along really is you've got the game on and you've got the watch along on as well. And it's like you sat watching it with your mates, like, or with people like that. We're commenting and having a laugh, and people are interacting with us in the chat and stuff. And it's just like an interactive
0: thing. So it's not like you're watching us instead of the game. Do you know what right, I mean? Okay. Like, so you're not. Oh, I, so, so it's basically you're watching the match on telly, you put that on mute and watch yeah. the street yeah. so riot you, you
1: don't want to listen to, you know, I don't know, Martin Keown, or whoever, spouting nonsense, or, or you know, the, the other kid. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? One of them lot, just going, oh, you know, on the one hand, it could have been a penalty, but on the other hand, it might not have been. And you want to listen to like-minded fans, who like, that was never a penalty. What's the matter with your, do you know what I mean? Or whatever. Yeah. Then that's that's how it is. And obviously, there's a chat element, so it's a bit more interactive, so people can, can get involved. And people tend to, be, to like it.
2: You to know, be You've yeah. got a thing there where you could it, for you lot fans could switch off the game and you can put a stint on it and it's been a fantastic game of football. So I probably you know <laughs> from your from your angle, I can see some to why some fans so they get into it. And like you say, there's quite a few for you, for United. Like, I just I don't even know if I don't even know if there is a city watch along. Because there is
1: there is you know where there is there is one. Like Macro on my channel does one with a lad called Bouvet. It's not a City Watch along, it's the kickoff. But they do it for like all games, so they have like an Arsenal fan, a City fan, um, a Chelsea yeah, fan. I I, I yeah, I wouldn't.
2: I've got to watch the game, and got... yeah, yeah. So it's 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 like,
1: listen, I was one of those that had to be dragged kicking and screaming into watch along, but a lot of people engage, a lot of people like it, and I, I'm not. I know this sounds a little bit sort of really, and I'm not lying to you. I get a lot of messages about it, and people buzz off it and say like, "Oh, I love watching the game with you guys," and and I think it's like you know, it's a little bit different for us. We can and I'm not saying this is always the case with a viewer for watching, watch but you might sit at home and watch it with your mates or your family or whatever. Some people are sat at home on their own and they want to watch it with like-minded people or with other fans or whatever, and it, it gives them that opportunity so they, they feel a part of that. If that makes sense? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Do, so, Mike, let me go back to what you said before. Because you, you said that um fan channels you didn't really, you didn't really like a I minute. Mean, what is it that you didn't really like, though? No, I just don't watch them,
2: minute, I just don't... Um, I've just never really been into them. Obviously... The, the bits that plop up on, um, on on Twitter and stuff and that you scroll and have a laugh, but I don't think I've ever watched a football match and thought I need to go on a fan channel to hear everyone else's views. If, if a fa- another fan's view pops up, I'll watch it, but I don't go searching for that content, but I just think that's me personally. So it's not I don't like them. And to be fair, I think the ones that have been successful, um, I've probably seen less of um, yours just because of the team you're talking about. <laughs> um, and, and, and obviously uh, the Arsenal one obviously that became a comedy goal for when they were going through a bad patch so I've not seen a Liverpool one I believe they've got one uh, but I believe most Premier League clubs have got them now and that obviously I've seen a few City ones and stuff like that but I don't particularly yeah. go searching for them because I tend to have my own view and I, I'll argue with the other City mates that watch the game with me about
0: what yeah. went right and what went wrong so yeah, I I Motti, space for it though. yeah yeah Motti, what I was going to say obviously Robbie, like, Robbie, AFT, like, obviously there's fan channels, yeah. Obviously business is business and competitors are competitors. So when you see other fan channels, like, obviously AFTV have done very well in it, like, out of it. Robbie's done very well building his thing up and all that. Now, do you as a fan channel look at him or look at his enterprise and think, nah, we should be doing better than them? Or is it a case of, do you know what? We should all kind of work together and elevate each other. Or is it strictly business? Like, we have to be the best. They're trying to be the best. The Liverpool one are trying to be the best. The Leeds one are trying to be the best. Or is it just strictly catering just for your audience? Do you get what I'm coming from?
1: Yeah, of course. 100%. Now, there's a little bit of collaboration. You know, there's, mm. there's been times in the past when I think we have done a little bit of AFT. We don't really do with them anything with them anymore. Um, we're just not... That's not really my cup of tea, what they do, even being honest with you. But I, I, mm. I can still I can still respect that they're very successful at what they do. But we do do a little bit, like, we might do a preview with another fan channel. Say we've got, like, you know. Um, I've had like the Anfield rap, I've had one of the lads on the Anfield rap come on when we've had a Liverpool preview or Steve McInerney from Steam company, who's a City fan, has come on and done a City preview with us or whatever. I've done stuff with, the, you know, the Toffee Blues or whatever ahead of the Everton game. So there can be a little bit of collaboration. But one thing for me is I wanted to, when we took over the channel, I wanted to just raise the bar a little bit. So I don't just want it to be, you know, ranting and, or, you know, just fans just arguing or whatever doing decent things, doing things i want to see as a fan, you know, interviews and stuff like that and, and getting, you know, behind the scenes and sort of stuff and <laughs> what's going on. So,
2: so there's a bit more of that, really. You guys are Manchester-based, yeah? Yeah, yeah, we've got a studio Man, in the Northern Quarter. Banks. Is everyone on there from Manchester? No, not at all, because, wait, um, right, okay. look at I thought so. Anyway, um... <laughs>
1: this
0: guy's a joke. Hey, though. I thought he was going to give an
2: open, an open goal for an advert there. And I was like, no, it's, an open, <laughs> it's a broad search for anyone. No, no, no. I don't, I don't. Yeah, no, just there. Uh... Because I've seen a few, there's a few United fan channels knocking around on that. And yeah. sometimes it's hard to keep up with who's, who's who. And I think your one's the one that's got the core of the Manx on it, really. I, I yeah, yeah. we, we get, we thing. get,
1: we get, see, we get accused of being like too Union and too sort of
0: focused on Manchester, but we're not like you know we've got people yeah are but me so a uh, fan channels do you think fan channels are trying to in a way copy the mainstream channels or do you think they're trying I, to I, find their own name did you know what this sounds crazy right i think there's an element of that and we've been guilty of it a little
1: bit as well of you know trying to do things a little bit more you know production values are higher and more studio based stuff we've got our own studio but i also think and you know this might sound egotistical but the proofs in you if you watch it You've seen more fan channel stuff on mainstream channels. You've seen Sky doing stuff that's like a fan channel, where they've literally got a load of fans sat around yeah. from fan channels. That's their Saturday morning show sometimes, is the likes of, you know, Robbie or whoever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. On there, doing stuff. You've seen people like Kyle Walker or Flex or whoever, who've come from fan channel background, being their presenters. So I think it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's back and forth. You know, there's a little bit of that from us, and there's a little bit of that from from them as well. Uh, I'll ask
2: you a direct question here. Is there any fan channel you can't stand? Yes.
1: <laughs> 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 I, I, oh, and, I, I never, I United never United talk United? about them. Is that a let's, just say, just let's just say, let's just say, let's just say, this will probably get clipped up and get rammed down the throat. Don't care. There's, there's another United channel that I'm not too fond of, and you know, someone say I would take a stand against it.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey
2: Dr. Cludo over there and all that listen
0: <laughs> yeah my,
2: I'm a boy in right my world it doesn't exist so it's
1: like BT don't talk about Sky you know what of them ones
0: yeah no, I hear that I hear that but listen I want to something very very important yeah because this matters to me personally as, a, as someone who likes certain types of content yeah like as a fan channel right do you just like sit there and think right we can't have Jim on or we can't have Billy on because his knowledge of the game isn't of the correct levels, it like is it important for people to be on these channels, yeah, that have a, actual knowledge of the game, or does it matter? Can you have guys who will just come on and just think, yeah, do you know what? I don't rate him. Why don't you rate him? I just don't rate him. Yeah, but why? I just don't rate him. Like, like what, what, what is it like? Is it, is it about having a certain level of knowledge, or is it just like a free for all? Anyone can just get involved type of thing.
1: There's a mixture of both. Like, obviously, the fan reaction, the fan after the game, we tend to give anyone, you know, if anyone wants to come up and chat. Yeah. You know, you don't have to have a certain. Sometimes, especially after the game, sometimes people just come up and they've got like a thirty-second minute or whatever to say. But when we're doing stuff in a studio, especially or a pre-planned show like a preview, I'd like people to have a, at least a, a, enough knowledge to back up their argument. One thing I hate is when people say like that. Well, you know, or I, don't, I never want to see Marcus in a shirt again. Why? Because he's rubbish. Who do you want to see instead? Anyone? That sort of argument is dead. Do you know, like, you want to see, like, well, a, but on the flip argument. side, though, as much yeah. as it's not knowledge, it is an opinion. If it's no, opinion. no, look, that's that's it. And it's like for, for some of the live stuff we do or the fan stuff we do, where we're at the ground or whatever, or you know, getting people to send in their predictions, that's all so good. I just mean more of the studio stuff where it's like we're sitting down now, we're going to do a debate or whatever. I'd expect people to bring something to that rather than just or, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like,
0: mm-hmm. so, so do you think.
1: So People do you think?
0: Wrong. Do you wrong. so? Do you think the mainstream? Do you think the mainstream media look at the fan channel side of things and think these guys don't know what they're talking about? There's not. I the, like. How can I put it? Are they scared of like the fan channel growth or or, or what? Or, or is that the reason why they're trying to kind of like intertwine with it? Do you reckon?
1: I think they've realised now that we're not going away. Fan channels. Are, you know, my fan channel could. You know, we've done. We've done well since we took over. Let's say, for example, for whatever reason, we stopped doing it. You know, next week, that's not going to be the end of, of fan channels. Someone else will come up, or another channel will take our viewers and grow grow more. More and more people are on the phones, more and more people are having interaction. Fan channels are like, you know, they're not going anywhere. And I think the mainstream media have got that. We've had people on our channel, you know, I've had reputable journalists who've come on, you know, the likes of Henry Min, the likes of James Cooper and them from Sky, the likes of uh, Dimes from Sky as well. You'd say it, they say like, they literally say, Fan channels are here to stay. They're growing. You know, we, people have got. We've got to get on board with it. We've got to embrace it. There's no point in ignoring it because, you know, anyone can start a fan channel. You know, it doesn't take a lot. You just need a, a computer or whatever to start one, and you can grow. So I, I think people, more people in the mainstream media, have realised that it is, it is the future. Really.
2: So what you, is the main, the main thing is for the go on, Pundit. I was going to ask because it's a bit of a wrap up question. What the main thing is for the success of your channel? What What do you think's got you to that point where people have come back and subscribed and? Yeah.
1: Now, it's a good, do you know what? I think having different views and different personalities helps. We, we're quite fortunate. There's four of us on the channel and we're all, we're all mates. We are genuinely friends. We get on, but we're all quite different. You know, I'm a bit old school. I'm a bit older than the other lads. I'm from Manchester. You've got a younger fan. You've got Macaroos, a bit more sort of, you know, a bit more opinionated than me or whatever. You've got Stephen Allison, who just probably most people know him, just says whatever's coming into his head. So there's a good mix there. And I think people like that because they get varying opinions. They get like, you know, it's like us on here. Do you know what I mean? Like we can agree with certain things, you know, with different fans or whatever, but we can agree with certain things, certain things we can argue about. And people like that and people, you know, people engage with that. And they like feeling part of it as well. That's a big thing. I think the, the interaction on fan channels is massive. People getting involved in the chat. People, you know, having that conversation with you. And I'll just end on this quickly because I know I've spoken about quite a lot about this, but... My personality and almost a bit of my life is on that fan channel. I'm quite open about myself on it. And I get a lot yeah. of messages about, like, you know, like I'll talk about things like, you know, I've struggled with addiction. Everyone knows that I'm, I'm you know, I'm recovering I'm in and stuff like that. I get a lot of messages about that. I talk about a lot of the fact where I live or stuff. You no, know, not my address, obviously. But do you know what I mean? Like, it's a bit more real than if I was to be presenting on Sky and go, oh, here's the latest story. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's that. And like, we can get away with things that you couldn't get away with on Sky. I can make mm. a joke, you know, that I wouldn't do that on Sky. Or whatever, so I think that helps as well, people like that little bit of a uh, having that irreverent type of humor
0: so you so then, so therefore overall, you feel like fan channels are kind of good for the industry rather than being bad for the industry in it basically yeah. And yeah, that, yeah 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 yeah
1: if not, don't get me wrong, there's certain fan channels I can't stand and I don't like, and I don't like what they do, but there's there's lots that I do, so I think it's like anything you get good and bad channels, and I think they're here to stay basically yeah get would I ever convince you, yeah. Because Pundit, I know like you've got your own thing going on, but Mikes, would you ever come on a fan channel? Do you ever see a scenario where, maybe even not my fan channel, like a a city channel, they went, do you know what? We need Uh, someone uh, to come on. Just give us a little five minutes ahead of the preview or whatever.
2: Uh doubt it. I think there's enough opinions out there for mine to come on and start muddying the waters. So for right now, as it stands, I I don't see myself as Mikes, the fan channel, guys. Uh, Yeah,
1: nah. Right. All right. I'll book I'll book you in the end, yeah for the derby. Nice one, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well you know what though, obviously a lot of it's led led by analytics and views and things. But do you think like if the views went down, yeah, do you think it's all based on that? Like so basically what I'm trying to say is this if that's built, if fan channels are built to a certain extent, but the views started dropping, is that something then that the business itself would consider, oh do you know what it's not actually working, people are not tuning in? Or is it actually just something that will just stay there anyway? Because it's just for the fans, regardless whether it's two fans, 20 fans or 20,000 fans. Do you know what I mean? Like, is it based upon the views and that? Do you know what I mean?
1: There is an element to the views, but I think there's also, this sounds, I don't want to get too technical, but a lot of it is the quality of the views. And when I say quality, I don't mean the quality of the person watching. I can have 10,000 views on a video, but if everyone's just clicking, I could put a video on tomorrow that says, United have signed Messi, right? And everyone will click on that video. And then when I start the video, go, Oh, actually, United haven't signed Messi, but I wish we did. Everyone just clicks off it straight away. So you can have, say, 100,000 views, but if everyone's watched that video for two seconds, it doesn't mean anything. If you've got a video that's good, content is key, I know that's a cliche, but it's true, a good video where it's engaging and people enjoying it and people want to watch it. Say it's an interview, for example, where you've got someone there who people want to hear from, you're doing a bit of a, you know, a a football, you know, a Ralph Ragnick expert or whatever, we've had one of them on, and people are staying for the duration, that matters more to you than the, the amount of views, if that makes sense. So there's always no, that know. carrot of the better you do your content, the, the, the better you are at it, the more people will watch. And that doesn't necessarily just mean the views. It means in times of people like what's called a retention rate will be higher. And that's what we try and aim for. I'm always like about the quality. So I don't mind doing a long video as long as it's a quality one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to just churn out clickbait constantly because you've got a very short shelf life if you do that. You get found out very quickly.
0: No, for real. And Obviously, we're in a new age, and probably we've got new. It's, just, it's just a new form of consumer as well. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, the kids these days and everything—it's all on it's on YouTube, and that's, that's what they're all on. Anyway, do you know what I mean? Like, so like it's a generational thing as well. Do you know? So I, I suspect there's a lot of the older generation that probably don't even get it to a certain extent. Do you know what I'm saying? And a lot, a lot of the younger generation, like you said before, everyone's on the phones anyway to get one coming from. So it is what it is, <laughs> isn't it? New yeah. age, Captain. Do you know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. Now, do you know what? Yeah. It's been a good chat in it. Like, do you know what I'm saying? It's another week. And people, obviously, you know where we're at in it. Like, we're in the gap every single week. And boy, you know where we're on Spotify, Google, Spreaker. Do you know what I'm saying? Obviously, if you're a radio listener, big up all the Monkey Union radio listeners, Urban Radio Station Legacy 90.1, every Wednesday, 11 o'clock. Do you know what I mean? It's live and direct there. Do you know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. But yeah, people, you know what to do in it. Tell your friends, you know what I mean? Share it in your group chats. Tell them. <laughs> Tell someone who doesn't know about it, about it. Do you know what I mean? And make sure you're back in this gaff next week, same time, same place. You don't know, do you know what I mean? But you know who it is. It's me, Hundit J. Had a good chat here today with Jay Martin United fan, and with Big Mike's, Big City fans. you get me? You know how we get down. So listen for now, people. Enjoy your week, yeah? Take care, yeah? We're gone. Sports Social Podcast Network.